You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne. In this episode, we are going to be talking about art for advocacy. Can you use art for advocacy? The answer is yes. And with me on the show, I have a friend of mine. Her name is Gigi, and she is an illustrator and a great example of somebody that has used art to raise awareness for something that is very dear to her art, to her Heart, not her art. Well, both. Anyways. (laughs) Um, And she goes by KGKG Art. She's going to tell us all about that, how she came about with the, um, how she came about the name. Welcome, Gigi. How are you? Hi. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) I am Gigi of KGKH Art. And um, how I came up with that name is pretty... It's not really interesting, but um, <laughs> it, it it's dear to my heart because the that's those are the initials of mine and my daughter's. And I have twins, and they are the K's, and I am the G, and obviously our last name. So hence K G K H Art. Um, I am a Jamaican Panamanian um, living up here in the United States in Southern California. Um, raise a single working mom raising um twins. Awesome. And uh, thank you. And, and and did I did I say KG KG in the beginning? Yes. <laughs> well, we're gonna need to get me um some more coffee. <laughs> I knew it was KG KH. I don't know why I said when I said GG, then automatically yeah. my brain was like KG KG GG. Okay. Anyways, I'm listening. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I decided I've done art all my life, um, but it was like on the back burner because, um, you know, growing up, my dad would, you know, tell me, yes, you can draw and all that. But to make money or to make a living, you're going to be a starving artist like everybody that I've heard. Um, and and so that was put on the back burner um, until just recently when. I decided to do something for me and to start Mm -hmm. doing art for me. And it has basically changed my life, um, made me more confident. My girls see how uh, much more pleasant I'm to be around. (laughs) Like, hey, mom is not so angry. (laughs) She's actually smiling. So it's um it's 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 giving me a little more how'd you say an outlet then you know mm-hmm. you know taking care of everything and now I'm able to just go into my little world when I do my art and um yes and that's what I've been doing and I've been it has been I just started um creating uh, digital art last year mm-hmm. um. Before that, you were doing, um, what were you doing before that? Paintings? Um, I, was, I know you yes. illustrate. Yeah, I, I was doing 
painting portraits um and uh mixed media okay um, I, I did a lot of that and i am also i also do like quills like crochet i knit all that artistic stuff um so yeah so that's what i've done and it was slow because i tried you know putting things online but mm-hmm. you know that's a lot of work you know having it online is. stores and stuff so um now I get a little more exposure. And so what I'm thinking, maybe have those, you know, with that exposure here in Web3, I can go back and have people direct people to my shop. So. Your shop. So here's a question I have for you. And um, this is more of a curious question because I have dabbled with both digital and um, I, I can paint with acrylic. Um, even though photography is my main medium, I used to way back when I, I tell this joke all the time, but it's actually real. <laughs> I used to say that I used to paint acrylics when I like somebody, I'll paint them an acrylic to like, you know, Hey dude, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I had several like that. My, there's some guys out there probably holding one of my acrylics, like when that girl, <laughs> this is how she tried to hit on me. <laughs> um, but have, which one have you found? to be easier because i mean i I mean me personally between um digital um and physical i found digital to be way harder and harder to control um so which do you find to be easier between um digital illustrating and physical um drawing uh it's not a matter of difficult Mm -hmm. for me um they're two different styles. So for, for me, when I, like I said, when I paint or draw, I, I disappear. I go into my little world. Mm-hmm. Um, when I paint, I am, cause I'm an ambivert. So when I paint, mm-hmm. I have music on, I'm laughing, I'm singing and, you know, I'm, I take forever, but I was, I would do my little, my, my strokes when I do acrylics or my drawings, my mm-hmm. portraits in pencil. Um, and then, and my digital is the same thing. It's, I'm drawing, but when I'm doing digital, it's quiet. I don't have any music. I can't say which is harder for me. I've grown, I've done drawing all my life. Yeah. Ever yeah. since I was young. Um, and I pick up really fast on the painting. And if I, I guess maybe the, the paint, because I, it's hard to control it a little bit for me. Yeah. For the acrylics. Um, and for watercolors, I would say maybe the painting part, but drawing comes easy for me. Um, and digital, since I'm drawing on there and my art, the art that I'm doing, it's not like it's like, mimicking like um paint strokes and stuff it's more like a textural fabric looking thing yeah yeah i've seen i've seen your art and it does look i don't know how you do it how you mimic the fabrics but it looks really good i should that you should thank uh one of my daughters because they taught me how to do procreate because i do it on procreate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got lessons from them. I'm still okay. learning from them. I, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to get lessons from them too, because I I get on Procreate and I can, you know, I, then I start getting frustrated. And I just throw, you know, throw it to the side and pick up a canvas again. Um, but it would really make my life so much easier if I could just hit Procreate, do what I need to do, because I do some of my backdrops and I'll have to actually paint them. And um, if I could do it in Procreate and just have it printed out. 
maybe on fabric or whatever material, it'd be so much easier for me. I don't know why I just don't have good control um, of that digital, especially the pencil. It's like, oh, you have, well, you have the wideness and the thickness of it. You just have to know how to use it. That's yeah. basically what it is. And I'll tell you a funny story. Um, the girls, they started with digital, right? That got them mm-hmm. their iPads and I was more of a physical. Yeah. But now it's pretty cool. Um, it's like they want to learn the painting and how I draw and then I'm doing digital. So we kind of learn from each other, which is kind of cool. And we know they're going to outshine you. I've seen their work. (laughs) (laughs) They already have. (laughs) I have seen their work, so I know they're going to (laughs) outshine. Your your Um, girls are very, very, very talented, but we're going to, we're going to get to them in a second. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So like you said, you've been an artist um, for many, many, many years. Um, But how did you find your way into the web three art space? Oh, Let's see, not last year, but the end of uh 2021, mm-hmm. um, someone at work, co-worker, because I was telling him about the online shop that I was doing and I was mm-hmm. going to, you know, do my stuff online and do uh, print on demand. And he's like, have you ever heard of NFTs? I was like, what the heck is that? You know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and then so he's like, well, look it up and check it out. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, it's like things just kept falling. It's like I was meant to see certain things in my past. Yeah. And then one lunchtime, one lunchtime, because I'm not usually on the computer, and I saw something from Time about Nyla, mm-hmm. you know, being the 12-year-old that made this. I'm like, wow, she can do it. I can do it. And then at that time, I just created an Instagram because I only had Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And so everybody said, well, you need an Instagram to promote your art, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I like, I got to get into Instagram. And then she had an Instagram account and I was like, well, let me just, you know, kind of send her a message and see what is it I need to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, I'm, I'm inviting you to Discord. And I'm like, what the heck is Discord? <laughs> oh, the rabbit hole of NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> and then my girls laugh at me because they're like, oh, yeah, Discord is this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, so <laughs> so I finally, she introduced me and she invited me. And then and that's where it started. And I was grateful to be introduced that way through Nyla and then through timepieces because somebody I I had a garden angel I had a few garden angels that kind of led me um the right way you know introduced me to timepieces and I'm gonna knock on wood that it has (laughs) gotten me where I am I've been very Mm -hmm. safe they have been it's they've held my hand i have not been scammed or anything if i had questions i could go to oh, them i'm helping you knock on wood for that one for sure <laughs> yep knock knocked on wood knock on wood I, I was very fortunate to have the right people yeah help me to where i am and that's how i ended up down this rabbit hole <laughs> 
That is a that is actually pretty amazing because some people will be like, oh, I have a friend that was in Web three. I'm I think our stories are a little similar. Is I didn't know anyone in Web three either. I just kind of you know a friend of mine that's um, a real estate developer. Um, he's an art collector um, traditionally was the one who told me about NFTs and he just, you know, he collected my NFTs and he's just never been, <laughs> he's never been back. I'm not even sure if he remembers his secrets at this point. Um, but he was the one who called me and was like, Hey, you know, um, did you, have you heard of NFTs similar to what your coworker did? Have you heard of NFTs? And then I went down the rabbit hole and, um, you know, 2021 vibes was awesome. Um, it was exciting. And, the rest is, I guess you can say history. <laughs> yes. Um, so you, you recently raised money cause we're, we're talking art, um, using art for advocacy and you've used your art for advocacy. Um, and you recently raised money for dwarfism awareness month, um, yeah. using art that was created by you and your daughters. Um, what, right. what inspired that for you and how did you get started? Um, in that mission? Uh, well, I really wanted to give back to not only the, um, the dwarfism community, but also I wanted to create a charity for single parents here in California mm -hmm. who you know, fall between the cracks where they make too much money to get assistance, but not enough to meet everyday needs. Um, yeah. that's, gonna, that's my ultimate goal because that's going to take time and money to yeah. get, but, um, I think, I don't know if it was John Knopf or with, with time pieces, he was doing some charity for the women. I don't remember what it was. And I said, wow, I can do that. I can do that and raise some money mm -hmm. for dwarfism awareness. And I said, if I can do that, because I was never able to do that. I was, you know, every year for dwarfism awareness, I would, you know, talk to the schools, give out little pencils with the green color and things mm -hmm. like that and have um, somebody from the, um, the organization come and talk who is a little person and, you know, do it that way. But to actually physically give back because they helped me tremendously medically with um, one of my daughters yeah. who's diagnosed with dwarfism. And that was one of my dreams to give back to them financially, you know. And so I started in June of last year to try and plan because I'm a planner and I was like, it's mm -hmm. just me. And I didn't know how to go about doing that. Oh my God. I was just like, okay. So, you know. I asked a whole bunch of people, you know, Keith, and, you know, he was really nice. Keith um, Grossman. Yeah. Really nice. And he, um, you know, helped me. Oh, so for those who don't know who Keith um, Grossman is, he used to be um, with Time Pieces, um, but is now with um, MoonPay. MoonPay, yes. Um, right. I, I, I forget off the top of my head what his position is at MoonPay now. Um, we don't see him as much as we used to, like when he, he was with timepieces, but, um, yeah. Um, anyways, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, between that and then I, um, spoke with a few other people because certain things didn't pan out and it was taking, you know, um, how should I say longer than expected mm -hmm. because things weren't going how I suppose I wanted to go, but, um, Talking with um, Mike Mungo also, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to do this drop through Nifty Kit. I have a smart contract with them. And, um, and so I kind of did it with them. They didn't have an open edition, but they kind of make it in order. So, you know, you can do as many as you can. Mm-hmm. And I created my own website. I created the, you know, Nifty Kit helped me on the back end, which was really nice. And I, you know, created the website. Um, you know, obviously my daughters and I, we created the art way before, mm-hmm. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the art was the easiest, I tell you. The art was the easiest. It's getting everything together was the hardest. Yeah. And um, listening within the space, you know, because I'm pretty observant, how there was another incident where this person made money and then everybody was saying, oh, oh my God, you used the money for and such but then you take it and they were giving her a hard time because you know oh, Lord. <laughs> the so fun the fun people <laughs> yes so you know I'm that gonna... that actually always um i see that a lot in the web3 space where people will concern themselves with certain certain things um whereas when if that person wasn't doing something useful they don't care Right. And then when they start doing something useful, then they want to dissect it and nitpick every little aspect of it. But somebody actually has to do this. Yes. And I feel like, it'll, it, you know, people keep acting like that. It'll discourage others um, that have, you know, good intentions anyways. Yeah. Um, from they, Nobody really wants to go through that stress of having to, look, let me finish. I haven't done anything bad before. Let me finish what I'm doing <laughs> before you start like hounding me. <laughs> right. You know and what I mean? mean? And it's new. So yeah. he might have been doing it one way, but I learned from her mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I, well, see, there you go. <laughs> so what I did, I created a totally separate wallet, mm-hmm. which is a donation wallet that's not linked to my wallet, personal wallet. Smart. First of all. So they can't say, well, how can you separate this, that, whatever? Yeah. So I created a separate wallet. I created a separate email. I create everything separate. And then, um, I was very transparent. Um, and October 1st, which is the first day of, you know, dwarfism awareness month is the month of October. Mm -hmm. I did the spaces. Um, oh my God, I host this space. I was so emotional. Oh my goodness. It was, I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. First time hosting a space. And uh, I, um, it was very hard because Twitter is like quick paced. So. Oh yeah. Tell me about it. You do something once, you have to cons- constantly, yep. constantly. And so I was so drained for the entire month. Yeah, because I had to promote it for the entire month. <laughs> yeah, oh and you God. know, I was saying that today that that you had mentioned about Twitter. I honestly do not think Twitter is the best place for art, um, in terms of like you know trying to showcase art. And the reason I say that is because, like you said, it is very fast paced. People are constantly scrolling. Nobody's really truly stopping to absorb, and attention span is like one to none. So trying to hold somebody's attention, you literally have to be pounding that topic every single day. It was hard. I can imagine. But I tried to do different things like the lottery thingies or questions or Mm -hmm. thank 
there's a whole bunch of people every day. I say, okay, I thank this person. Just try to keep it relevant, you know? Mm -hmm. And my God, the end of October 31st, I was like, thank God. It's so. I can imagine you probably took a long nap that night. I swear. It was well, for like, 12 hours. Oh, it was hard, but it was well worth it. And I was mm -hmm. very transparent because um, going back to October 1st, um, there was this one person in this space mm -hmm. and he was skeptical. And I, I, I thank God I recorded the space and I told him because he's like, well, you know, I don't know what's going on if, you know, he was feeling very skeptical. I was like, I totally understand. I told him. I was like, please listen to the recording and you will yeah. see that I'm the real thing and genuine. He came back and he, you know, followed me, DM me. And he said, he has a daughter with a chondroplasia, the same type I do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the fact that I showed my picture with my girls, he also showed me a picture of his daughter and going through, she was about to go through the same surgery. Um, and so I, I'm getting goosebumps now because one person mm -hmm. I got a hold of and talked about and that really made me, made my day, you know, um, yeah. across the pond, you know, like in Europe, you know, and so, so far away, but yet we share something in common. A common, yeah. And it was amazing. I don't care if I made a, a dollar. <laughs> I think <laughs> I just felt like that connection and that meant more to me than anything else, you know, but mm. I, um, at the end, I was very transparent. I took pictures and snapshots of how much, you know, once October ended, um, yeah. how much money was in the, um, the nifty kid, how much Gigi's <laughs> like, I don't want no here. trouble. Here's a snapshot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I took pictures of the transfer, when the transfer over to the organization, the middle mm -hmm. person. I took a picture of them sending over to Little People of America, which is the dwarfism organization. Yeah. I even took a picture of the letter saying that. <laughs> For good measure. <laughs> Listen, I'm freaking transparent. <laughs> so, like you I are not going to catch me slipping. <laughs> No. And, you know, I was very scared because during that month, mm -hmm. they suspended me. And I oh, was thinking, Yeah, I remember that. I remember. I was, Did you ever find out why? Did they ever no. get back to you? No. Yeah, I was freaking crazy. out because I was thinking, oh, my God, people are going to think I just ran with the money. With the money, yeah. Yes. I was so scared. But, you know, everything came back and I was able to do that. And, you know, I raised... A thousand dollars fiat, a thousand dollars U.S. dollars. Beautiful. I would never have ever been able to do that, you know. So yes, it does work. And in that case, you know, it. I mean, Nick, this year because I'm going to do this every year, mm -hmm. and I know it's going to be amazing, you know. And then I'm going to have more help, you know. I am going to try and apply for um, the grant that the Wonks are. Okay. Um, yeah. Apply and I already spoke with Natalie, so um, I'm waiting for the new um, application, and then I'm going to submit a request an application. You, you know who else I heard um, has grants is um, Nouns Dow. You might okay. want to look into that. Yeah, I heard they also do some sort of like um, grants and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there there's a couple um, within the Web three space that do 
that do grants and um, things like that. So at least you have months ahead, <laughs> months ahead to plan now, you know, and, and I have, and experience. I have more, more people I know, you know, exactly me now that they are actually extending and they would welcome me if I asked and they're like, okay, now I know where to go. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And so now it's like, it's not that bad. I already have a website already created, so I don't have to recreate another website. Just plug in for that. And so, yeah, it'll be a little easier this time around because I did it once. <laughs> exactly. So speaking to um, what you've done, you've already done it. Um, um, and it's worked out obviously beautifully for you. What role do you think artists can play in advocacy efforts? Wow. <laughs> Tough one, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on the person. Though. Person, yeah. I know. I, because it's not for everybody. Yeah. I agree. Don't know. <laughs> and intentions intentions matter as well, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, look at me, I'm going to, I'm answering your question for you. But, <laughs> but I think, yes. I, was, I think yeah. intentions matter um, a lot and passion. Like you actually, you're passionate about it because you have a daughter with dwarfism and you want to make sure um, there's awareness. You want to make sure you give back. Um, so I think, I mean, I've seen several um, in, in and outside. Well, not just in Web3, just generally where art is sold for charity. Um, even during the... Um, the earthquake in Turkey, they were oh, raising yeah. funds using art. Um, just so many different um, instances, you know. So, but yeah, um, go ahead. Yes, and I forgot to mention that uh, my daughter, who was diagnosed with dwarfism, mm-hmm. she um, created, um, this is Web 2 though, but she created little resin um, um, trinkets. Oh, nice. And, um, with that and some of the stickers of the NFT, we, I had her, she was able to sell those and she raised at school a hundred dollars from school. Oh, wow. So that's amazing too. So yeah. You got yourself a little marketer there. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that is actually awesome. And I, I mean, again, I think, you know, the more years go by that you do this, the bigger it's going to be. Um, yes. With the dwarfism, um, little people of America. I mean, like sometimes you wonder, like, well, as long as cash is coming, I don't think it matters. Like, have you thought about maybe involving them in the actual process? Do you think they would be down to like, you know, be involved in the actual process, or it's just easier to just donate the money? Process as far as as far as like the fundraising process. Oh, they did the fundraising process in Web Two. They well, I mean in Web3. I mean in Web3. Oh, no, not, no, because um, it does take a lot, number one. Yeah. Number two, I am very strict, so they don't have a Twitter account. They don't have, you know, all that yeah. stuff. And they, their studies come first, and they tell me that. And oh no! So, not your, not your daughters, not your daughters. Oh, oh I'm, I'm like, no, you know, I'm like, keep them away. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about? I was talking about little people of oh. America. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Okay, no. Um, if I, you them on Twitter, I'll delete their accounts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried to reach out to them at the beginning to see mm-hmm. if I could help them set up a wallet. Yeah. I never got a response. 
Okay. So maybe since I raised this money through Web3, maybe I can talk to them and say, hey, look what I did. It would be easier to just send it directly to you. Yeah, because there's an example now um, of it working out. Yes. Or, or, or they may say no, and they would, wouldn't mind going through this organization that already has them set up. Mm-hmm. Because I just looked for little people, um, America within the every.org, which is the organization that converts ETH to fiat, you know. Got it. Okay. That makes sense then. Yes. So okay. I don't, they, I don't think they will. You know, because they already have an organization that will just That's representing it. them. Got yes, it. Exactly. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. You need well when we're done. Um, oh, you know what? We, we could you could tell me what what is the um place called again? Because I I have been looking for um you know um places that you can um do crypto to charity that makes it easy, but more for like nature, wildlife, um preservation. Um, and something like that. So do they, I'm sure they probably have like a whole different, a bunch of different, um, charities. Yes, they do. You can look them up, the organizations. Um, I do believe it's every.org. Okay. Um, every. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard about them before. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've heard about them before. And okay. it was, they do the tax stuff, you know, and everything. So you don't have to worry yeah. about that. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Um, so let's, you know, before we we're we're almost hitting the bottom of the, um, <laughs> like we're at the bottom of the podcast. What the heck is that? <laughs> I want us to talk about your Mola art. Um, okay. your Mola art is one of the, or one of your artworks that I, you know, caught my attention anyways, um, in the web three space and just has so much detail and so much precision. I'm like, you are the most patient person ever. <laughs> so do you want to tell us a little bit, a bit about your Mola art? What is Mola art? Um, you know, what inspired you to start doing Mola art? Okay. Well, um, I'll give you a little introduction. Mola art, um, mm-hmm. is, um, kind of, I was inspired by the Molas. These are, um, fabric. Um, appliques that are created by the indigenous Puna Indians of Panama. I, mm-hmm. like I said before, I am, I know, I was born and raised in Jamaica and my dad's Panamanian. And so when he got a force, we, we moved to Panama, finished high school in Panama. Um, and so, um, I love how the Indians and all the appliques and you have them on blouses, um, yeah. everything, you know, <clears throat> and so, when I went in to do the digital, I was thinking, what can I do that's not out there that, you know, that's unique. And, you know, my girls and I, we went online trying to find Mola art. And all we came up was just pictures of the actual Molas that Puna mm-hmm. did. And I'm like, well, let's try this out, you know. And um, then it's so funny because, again, my daughter, so prolific in, in procreate, as she's like, this looks flat. It's like, <laughs> it's like fabric and voila the artist that she is <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh my god this is amazing so, and then with the stitches and everything I do everything by hand I draw every little stitch every I line. see I, there's no brush for that 
I do every stitch. It's like, you know, the um, bubble wrap. Yeah. I usually love the bubble wrap and, and pop it, you know? Uh-huh. And when you write, when you draw it on, on the, on the iPad, you can hear a little tick, 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 tick. So that's like my virtual or like my digital bubble wrap. And like I said, when I draw, it's like if I'm very angry or upset, I make the best work. So um, <laughs> if I'm in a bad mood, <laughs> my work comes up because I, I get lost. It's my outlet. So that's why they are detailed because I would spend, I mean, it doesn't happen in one day. I mean, it happens throughout like a few days or whatever, you know, whenever mm-hmm. I have time, but it's my outlet. So if I'm having, you know, if, if, if I'm um, kind of, under the weather or stressed or whatever, that's where I go. And so that's hence the little details of it. And um, I had, I've gotten a lot of people saying, <clears throat> is this machine sewn or yeah. <laughs> sewn? And I'm like, oh, bless you, because this was created digitally, drawn yeah. digitally. And to make it look like fabric, she's like, get out of here. <laughs> it does look like, it does look like fabric. <laughs> so that's, yeah. And I've loved, I've, I've, you know, I, it's hard to go back to the physical now because I have fun creating, um, more of this Mola art. You know, I expand to just, you know, the Molas have their traditional way of creating like the animals and the flowers. Yeah. You know, the, I kind of add my thing like more realistic and then kind of do like the negative positive kind of thing. And yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I like your Mola elephant. That That's pretty cool one. Thank you. A lot of people that has traveled around the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember there's um one that um um gob girls bought and um because I'm a holder, so they do like art trades. Oh so yes. you can trade um your gob girls for one of the art in their vault. Oh. And I was like, give me the more <laughs> art. And they were like, yeah, we kind of sort of knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, like, yeah, oh. it, it was, that was like amazing. You know where I was when you told me that? Where I was, was in Jamaica. Oh, really? I was on vacation. And when you said that, and the, the Wi-Fi was so spotty, but I think I was able to communicate back and forth like no way (laughs) (laughs) do you ever do you ever visit i know you visit jamaica do you ever visit panama um no since my dad moved from panama now back to jamaica um okay but when i get um maybe when i retire or if the girls want to because they're learning spanish maybe Mm -hmm. we will go back there because i want to visit the actual place where the Kuna Indians are, which is San Blas. It's a okay. Providence. Um, cause I lived in Cologne and Panama City. So, um, I would love to visit San Blas where the, um, the Kuna Indians are because that well, would be if amazing. you, if you do visit, please bring me back a Mola shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, I tried creating a Mola. Oh my God, it took forever. The actual applique. And yeah. I only had years. Oof. It was horrible. I Oof. can imagine. It's, it looks like it takes a lot of patience, like just so much detail. Yes, yeah. but if, if the Kuna Indians have been doing that all their lives, they are quicker at it. It's like, you know, when you go to Jamaica and you have the ladies braid your hair, 
Yeah. Fast, they braid your hair because they've been doing it. Good so, forever. So. That's true. That is very yeah, true. Yeah. All right. So um, looking to the future, what are your goals for your art? Um, in <laughs> so here's a two-part question. What are your goals for your art in Web3 and outside of Web3? So I'm asking traditional art world and Web3 art world, how do you hope to continue making a positive impact? For Web3, I would like to continue doing this charity thing because I, it's amazing. You know, mm -hmm. I would, I... I will definitely continue with dwarfism because that's one that that um now that I know how to get money over to little people of America, I mean that's going to be every year, you know. And yeah. I'm thinking that you know October we share that month with breast cancer awareness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why dwarfism awareness is not really well known. My goal is to be able to share that month with breast cancer. Okay. Um, and so the more people I can reach through Web3, it'll be amazing. Because I know I've I've already re reached around the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and the more people that know me, I will I I want to share. I want dwarfism awareness to be known like breast cancer awareness. Got it. So, yes. And for Web2, mm -hmm. maybe to have my art somewhere in a gallery. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> because I know how hard it is, and maybe being in the space um, in Web three, I am the kind of person that I like to meet people in person. So oh, yeah, same. I have met so many good people from Web three. You know, and meet met them in real life. In real life, yeah. So that connection probably will help me to probably land my art in a gallery somewhere. And there are so many people in Web3 that still, you know, pivot in the Web2 art world. Because I, I know some out here in L.A. that um, they do a lot of work in Web2 and they're, they are also dabble um, in Web3. And, I, you know, I think after a while, they're the maybe many, many, many years from now, <laughs> the lines would be blurred that you know it won't just be Web3, Web2 anymore. It would just be, you know, digital art or not. Uh, right. or art on the blockchain or not um i think as the years go by and um things are more well defined i guess is the word i'm looking for and not favorite. as technical too because every year you 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 there's a lot of technical technical stuff that you people don't really need to know but i mean it's so new yeah you know, that if it's like seamless you know so say that you know they won't think about that part. You know, it'll be more like you said, the lines are, you know, you just, okay, digital or not digital. Oh, not know? exactly. Or, yeah. Exactly. I, you know, I talk about Web3 a lot on the show. We still have a lot of um, cleaning up to do. We still have a lot of growing to do. We still have a lot of changes to be made. <laughs> but today is not the day for one of my Web3 rants. <laughs> Today is the day that we have Gigi on the show. Thank you. <laughs> and it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I enjoyed the conversation thoroughly and I, I learned a lot um, from you. And I'm sure anybody that's been considering, because we do have people that, you know, say, oh, I want to do something um, with charity. 
anybody that's been considering doing some sort of advocacy or charity, um, I'm sure they will be inspired by this conversation um, with you, especially knowing what to do, like screenshot everything. <laughs> and you know what? Like you said, uh, Tony, mm-hmm. you have the passion, you can do it because I didn't have any, I was so lost. Yeah. But as long as you have people to help you and, you know, if anybody want to, you know, hit me up, you know, let me know, you know, send me a DM or, you know, let me know because then I'm willing to share what I did, you know, a little more detail, you know, see if I can help in any way I can. Awesome. So we will put um, Gigi's information. Um, it's KGKG. Ah. <laughs> Jeez, see that Gigi, man. We're going to change your name to Hi G. So, G Hi. K G K H R on social media, but we will put her information in the show um, info, info. Um, so if you need to reach out to her, you know, if you need to learn more um, or find out how she has been able to navigate the space definitely definitely reach out to her because you're a people person Gigi. you know how to like (laughs) you're everybody's friend (laughs) and you are really good at socializing which is awesome you know um so yeah if you need to um i will make sure that the heart details are in the show information so you can reach out thank you so much tony of course my 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 pleasure. Um and thank you so much, Gigi, for your time and for coming on the NFT talk show podcast. It has been a pleasure chatting with you. Same here. Awesome. And that is going to be it for this episode of the NFT Talk Show Podcast. You know what it is. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their whole community to tune in to the NFT Talk Show Podcast. Do you know a wonderful artist that should be on our show? Hit us up at our on our socials. Jeez, what is going on with you today, Tony? At NFT Talk Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We are now everywhere. And I'm sure TikTok, you have been missing our updates. Um, we're coming back soon with the video updates. Your host has not been feeling a hundred percent, but videos will be back, um, pretty soon. All right. So that is it for this show. You know what it is. I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.